Here's the plan. Mm -hmm. What we're about to do is another Dave and Darren Top 5 Things podcast. This is a review of the best things that happened, we think, on our morning show. Is it a little weird that we're the ones that decide what the best things are we did? I mean, I'm willing to admit that's a little weird. Who knows us better? <laughs> okay. I mean, we know each other inside and out. <laughs> well, that's true. I guess we, we would be the best ones to determine. I wonder if anyone listens to the live show and then listens to the podcast and thinks, well, why wasn't that bit on the podcast? No. No one's, no one's putting that much effort into this. <laughs> that's Not even us? No, that's not a thing. <laughs> it's, it's barely us. All right. Fair enough. Let's get started with number one. Number one. 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 Number one. Number one. Valentine's Day is a week away. Yeah, today. Today is the seventh. Do the math. Seven days from now. Pitchers and catchers report. The 14th, the feast of St. Valentine. And if you're thinking about popping the question this year on Valentine's Day, I know it's a very popular time of year for people to get engaged. If they've ever done the math on that. Because it seems to me yeah. that if you pop the question on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. you're more likely to n- not make it through the marriage. <laughs> because it's such a <laughs> hack move to begin with that... that is this feeling something real? Right. That you're, well, not, you're is... not the sort of person that's going to m- m- make it through the whole thing. Right. But getting proposed on Valentine's Day, y- your take is... is is proof that you're so bad at loving somebody. <laughs> right. That you're never going to see it to its to its end. But, I, I mean, let's face it. Any relationship, uh, uh-huh. marriage, if you want to take it that far, sure. is, a, is a 50-50 proposition at best. I don't know that that's true anymore. Um, I feel like those numbers have improved a little bit. I They're still not great, but I don't think it's 50-50 anymore. I think it's probably going to be pretty close. I don't but know. But I would think that anyone that gets engaged on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. your chance is probably half of 50%. Gosh, I, that would be interesting to see, like, people who get engaged for Christmas, people who get engaged for Valentine's Day. Uh, I, I think... Who fares better? Or is there a better... What is the best date? What is the best date uh, to get engaged and so that you last? I mean, if you get engaged... On like on a very nondescript June 11th. <laughs> so somebody somebody sits down and, and compiles the data. If you get engaged in this day, then you'll be more likely to succeed. The problem with that is once that information is, is wildly available, it'll skew it and then the numbers will go down. How would you feel about getting engaged on a birthday? That seems like it's also kind of... Whose a, birthday? Well, either way. It's my birthday. Will you marry me? Or I didn't get you anything for your birthday except this ring, huh? Or all of me. Why not take all of me? I'm your birthday present for eternity. <laughs> Until one of us is dead. There's, huh? If you are what do you going, think of that? This is all I want you to know. If you are planning on, as they say, popping the question... Yeah. And you're thinking about uh, doing it somewhere, you know, with like a nice dinner. The only good thing about Valentine's Day okay. for popping the question is yeah. you can't do it at the ballpark. 
because they're still two months out. So you can't pull that stunt. Well, how would you feel about getting engaged at Cracker Barrel? This Valentine's Day, Cracker Barrel Old Country Store will award five lucky couples who pop the question at any Cracker Barrel location nationwide. Uh You get free Cracker Barrel for a year. Well, I tell you what, here's the thing about that. You get free Cracker Barrel for a year? Yeah. Don't buy your dress right away. (laughs) It's a good tip. Yeah. Whatever. It's a good tip. Don't, yeah. Uh, You can always maybe, uh, you know, don't rent the the tux right away. Right. Don't buy the dress. Right. Because that year of uh, Cracker Barrel could take a toll. Yeah, when you go to Skeffington's or wherever you get your tuxedo, ask if they offer sweatpants. Right, because... Do you have, like, a, a sweatpant tuxedo? I I won a contest from Cracker Barrel, and... Uh, I've been eat- I've been doing a lot of chicken and dumplings. I've, I have uh, as a cold matter- feet about the wedding and... Uh, as a matter of fact... Swallowing a lot of aggression. And a lot of chicken pot pies. My bride is more dumpling than woman at this point. This Valentine's Day, Cracker Barrel Old Country Store will award five lucky couples who pop the question at any Cracker Barrel location nationwide with free Cracker Barrel for a year. From February 10th to the 16th, couples who post their proposal video at Cracker Barrel and include a caption on why they decided to propose at the iconic restaurant will be entered for a chance to win. To enter, upload an original in-feed, publicly viewable video to Instagram between February 10th and the 16th, depicting the wedding proposal at a Cracker Barrel Old Country store, and include a description in the post of why the submitter chose to propose at Cracker Barrel. Include the following hashtags. Hashtag... I said yes at Cracker Barrel and hashtag contest. Make sure to tag Cracker Barrel's official Instagram account handle at Cracker Barrel. (laughs) How many people are going to do this? Thousands, right? This is going to be a big hit. I said yes at Cracker Barrel, but that was to the second piece of pie. I was tricked. I was was not saying yes to anything other (laughs) than, than the peach cobbler. <laughs> and and when she asked if if she could peg me, I assume that was the game that they had no, at the tables. No. I don't know what I've signed up for now. I was saying yes to the tender's trio platter. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I will have a side of biscuits and gravy. Thank you. I thought the lifelong commitment I was making was to tips, tenders, and shrimp. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Two. 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger involved in a traffic accident. Yes. Apparently he hit a bicyclist. Okay, so he wasn't on the bike. No. No. Law enforcement sources say this woman made a left turn in front of Arnold Schwarzenegger before he had a chance to hit his brakes. Not traveling very fast, apparently, and the woman did not. Com- the woman complained of pain after he hit her. Uh, she's in stable condition. 
No alcohol or drugs are suspected. No crime is suspected either. Simple traffic accident. Arnold took the lady's bike and attached it to his car to take it to a local bike shop to get it fixed up. We're fixing this right now. This is the end of this story. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. So, get in. First thing I'm going to do, I'm going to get the bike fixed, okay? <laughs> I don't want you saying that you, you needed all these repairs and all of this. I know you know these things you're going to say. You need the repairs of the bike. First thing I do is I take the bicycle and I put it on the back of my SUV and I take it to get repaired, okay? I got the guy... If he fixes all of my bicycles from me, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be better than new, all right? I don't need you uh, claiming damages for the bicycle. That we all know what the bicycle is and guess, And guess who was riding in the passenger seat and saw the whole thing? Who's that? Governor Jesse Ventura. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger was driving west in L.A. on Sunday morning. When at some point, a woman riding a bike on the road suddenly swerved into his lane lane and made contact with his vehicle. This is confirmed by three eyewitnesses. I need you all to tell the cops what happened exactly. I can't have this woman saying that I I swerved to go and hit her or nothing like that, all right? She thinks it's going to be some sort of payday because, you know, the Terminator hit her with the car. But that's not the case. And uh, if she thinks I'm paying a crazy price for bicycle repair, uh, you got another thing coming. Ah. First responders. But who hit who? Jesse Ventura. (laughs) Well, now you're asking the real questions. First responders arrived on the scene that the woman was transported to a hospital. Uh Arnold was also on the scene speaking with the cops. According to the police, uh, it appears Schwarzenegger not at fault for this collision. Make sure you repeat that. Make sure you get it out there that I did not do anything wrong to this woman who was now clearly... Out riding a bicycle, maybe she shouldn't have been. I don't know the situation, but I tell you this. I'm going to take the bicycle, and I'm going to get it fixed real good, all right? Uh, it's just something he could not have avoided. She suffered minor injuries and is expected to be okay. Why? Did, stable condition sounds like she was in a lot worse she shape. No, this, uh, let me tell you what happened. She get the lawyer involved, and then they say... You know, it's in all of the, the stable condition. Now, did, and she, all even, of these did she even come to a complete stop there, Jesse Ventura? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> when you look at how her her body bounced off the hood of Arnold's car, you have to ask yourself what 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 was the means that this woman had? No, right. a, a norm, no, listen to me. No physiologist, no doctor, no medical professional uh-huh. will tell you that a body will bounce like that. Yeah. So now you have to ask yourself, what's the motive? Why is this woman running her car into my friend or her bike or whatever it might have been? That's right, it was a bicycle. Don't get the story confused. <laughs> you, there's... A body should not bend like that. Not a human body. <laughs> no. This might have been a lizard person wearing what we call a skin suit. Sounds like an inside job. <laughs> well, now, that's very interesting that you say that. <laughs> uh-huh. 75-year-old former governor of California hit a woman who was riding a bike and swerved into his lane. That's right, she swerved into my lane. 
Make this very clear. Now I'm going to smoke this cigar and I'm going to get the bike fixed. And then uh, we're going to... I'm going to try not hit any more women on my way to the bike shop. Although I can't make any promises. Schwarzenegger is himself an avid bicyclist. And it says he did not appear to be injured. Well, why would he be well, injured no, running his gonna, car into a bicyclist? Well, that's not going to probably happen. The expendable star has had a stroke of bad luck. I don't... Expendable <laughs> star? <laughs> I, I mean, that movie for like two minutes. They said that I'm calling. When you read it... When you read it that way, saying the expendable star... That's <laughs> what it says here. The I, expendable star has had a stroke of bad luck with motor vehicle accidents lately. Makes it sound like we could, you know, if if need be, mm. we could do without him. You could just replace <laughs> me with somebody else. <laughs> in January of last year, Schwarzenegger was involved in a multi-car crash in Brentwood, California. Former bodybuilder yeah, was driving his starts. GMC Yukon at the time when it collided with a red Prius that rolled over a smaller vehicle before continuing to rotate and impact a Porsche Cayenne. Don't oh, you think it's interesting that a, nice. an electric vehicle was involved in that, inter- in that incident? Schwarzenegger walked away from that crash seemingly uninjured, but another person involved sustained a head injury. Yeah, that was me. I had the head injury. I wonder how this is going to affect the gold standard. Oh, don't get him started. (laughs) (laughs) Sources say that the (laughs) Schwarzenegger, uh, who was the star of the movie Predator, was deeply... That's more like it, the Predator. That's the movie I... I haven't seen that movie for more than three minutes. Uh, Schwarzenegger was said to be deeply concerned about the woman and intended to personally check up on her. And, uh, you know, maybe if there's a spark, we'll see what Don't happens. Don't call me a predator. Uh, the, listen, that's how the rumors get started. I was in the movie Predator. I'm not a predator. Don't call me an expendable predator. I don't like <laughs> either of those adjectives for me, please. Say that I was Conan or all the other movies that I did. Red Heat, Twins with the Danny DeVito. I was in the, uh, the Twins, of course, in all of these movies. Yes, you mentioned Twins already. <laughs> <laughs> so many movies I did so many motion twins. pictures I was in uh, for instance uh, Ivan Reitman asked me to do the movie Twins and the whole the whole premise of it was so ridiculous that Danny DeVito would be my twin but you understand this is where the comedy comes in you know yeah. and I did Twins of course it's farcical is what it is right and of course you can remember me from the movie Twins <laughs> I was one of the twins in the Twins movies and all of these things and then I hit the woman, and uh, now it's all, uh, all of this talking, all of this. <laughs> ah! Well, hope she's doing okay. And hope Jesse the Body Ventura, these two former governors. Isn't that nuts? Those two are former governors. Yeah. I don't see what's nuts about it. Maybe you're the one that's nuts. Now you got to ask the questions. There's the real question. I noticed you guys have gone out of your way not to talk about the balloon that was hovering <laughs> over the scene of the accident when it happened. Ah. So now ask yourself, who stands to benefit from my good friend Arnold Schwarzenegger getting in an accident? All right, don't get crazy with the balloon talk. 
Oh, you guys, you always get him so riled up. Uh-huh. Now I got to hear about the balloon for the rest of the afternoon. I just wanted to go smoke a cigar somewhere, uh-huh. and I got to hear about balloons and all of these things. And uh, I'd rather talk about my performance in a little comedy called Twins, of course, <laughs> which I was in. Maybe yeah, you remember Danny He was the twin. Can you imagine such a farcical uh, element? That's the uh, farcical the, idea. Everyone loved that movie. And of course, I was in Junior, where I was pregnant with a baby. And the baby came out of my tummy and it looked like a Danny DeVito. And uh, people love it. I don't know if any of that's right. Yeah, I think... There was that was a movie though, didn't he do a movie called Junior? Uh, could be. Of course I did. Why don't they mention Junior? They always mention that Jun- I was Junior Predator. The Expendables. I don't even remember doing that. Predator one. Junior. <laughs> it's a movie. I want to do it. Whatever I'd love to do. If you ask me my deal, a movie, and I don't know if the studios would ever give us the money for this, uh, but I would like to do a movie, uh, Twins. Where I am the twin of the predator. <laughs> Will you realize that through some sort of scientific mishap, that the, the twin and I are the twin brothers, and the alien is the brother of me as well? Yes. Now you've got something. Well, that goes back to some experiments at Area 51. Oh, God, now he's going to be talking about the moon people and all of this. The National Bank. <laughs> The Villages. The Villages. Down in Florida are in the news this morning. And it's because of a a trend that's going on down there. It can't be a good trend. Uh, These rascals. I guess the uh, retirements complex, The Villages, Uh which is said to be a wild retirees getaway. The, the new trend down there is yeah. you put different colored loofah sponges on your car to indicate what kind of swinging sexual style you're into. <laughs> they are rocking out with their loofahs out, they say, down there at the But they villages. put them on their cars, not their golf carts? You put it on the top of your car, like where the luggage rack is. Different colored loofahs uh-huh. you tie to the hood of your car. Yeah. And that lets people know what, what you're, you're up with. It's the new upside down pineapple. This is a, a code that they have down there. And each color of loofah, there are seven different colors of loofah. Okay. Each one has a different swinger meaning. And I'm into all of them, man. Yeah, if you're driving around with seven different colored loofahs on your car, Grandma, you need to take a rest. What are are you doing down there? Just for the sexual thrill! The sexual thrill! So if you have a white loofah tied to the roof of your car at the villages, that means you're just getting into it. You're a beginner. I'm a newbie. You're a novice or a beginner. Purple loofah means that you're a voyeur. People who enjoy watching others. Pink loofah, if your grandmother is driving around with a pink loofah on the roof of her car, that means soft swap. People who like to do it with others in the room. Blue loofah indicates the lowest level of full swap. Those who can play well with others. Yellow loofah is a mid-level swap for those who want to have fun but are still nervous. 
Black loofah means full swap. Those who say, what the hell? Let it all go down. And then a teal loofah means you're bisexual. If you want to increase your dating chances, uh, that's what you're supposed to do at the villages. I say no to nothing. <laughs> now It would be rude. Now, others are countering that this isn't true, that the reason that these old people are tying different colored loofahs to their car yeah. is so it makes it easier for them to find their car. To actually find their car. All the retirees down there drive similar cars... And, you know, it can't be walking But we thought we'd have some fun coming up with this. uh... Well, but that doesn't make any sense because you can use your key fob to find your car. Well, don't you park your car, like, I don't know, in your garage? (laughs) The loofah is said to be an easy way for these old people to spot it from a distance. Uh, Someone that lives in the area says, trust me, all the people I've met are definitely not swingers as most of them can barely stand without assistance. Oh, no. Well, you're nobody's standing. They're all on their backs, aren't they? Who said anything about standing? The villages declining to comment on these rumors. It's their own little world down there, isn't it? But reports have been circulating in local and national media for years. How many people live at the villages? Oh, thousands. It's like their own city, right? Oh, yeah, no, they've got... They've, uh, there's, there, and I think there's different villages too, right? I think that there's like different, like subdivisions. Uh, the villages, Florida. We got a population, Darren, of seventy nine thousand people. Yeah, a decent sized city. Yeah, and it's a age restricted community. Sure. So you have to be. How old do you have to be to get into this place? I don't know, 50, 55, 55? The villages! Yeah. In the early 90s, it started with just 8,000 residents, three golf courses, and a Winn-Dixie supermarket. Four restaurants and nightly dances were held in a tent. Now it's a much bigger... I remember when we used to do it in a tent. <laughs> Why don't we do it in a tent? <laughs> Oh, that tent got so hot. <laughs> we had to we had to cut flaps into the sides. Oh God, I just was just to ventilate it. I was only in my twenties back then, <laughs> and that tent still got so hot. <laughs> we had blisters, <laughs> and we loved it. Never, there was no complaining. I never felt so alive, I tell you. My goggles were fogging up. <laughs> I'll kick your rotten heads in. Yeah, you got to be 55 to live down there. Nice. Uh-huh. Keep, ground, out, the, keep out the riffraff. One, one report saying the villages are ground zero for geriatrics who are seriously getting it on. Well, that's the rumor. Viagra, a hot item among men looking for some fun in the bustling retirement community. The villages began in the mid-1990s. At the same time, in Florida, there was a sharp rise in sexually transmitted diseases amongst the over-55 population. Say what? (laughs) Rumors of high STD rates in the villages persist. There's a Facebook group called the Villages Word of Mouth. 
filled with stories from the infamous retirement community. <laughs> One post says, my doctor in Ohio even, when he asked where we spent time in Florida, stated, oh, the villages, that's the highest STD rate in the country. <laughs> Turns out that's not the case, by the way. There, there is no reported number of STD cases specifically from the villages. There are three counties that contain the villages that actually have lower STD rates than other Florida counties. But see, I feel like that's... You're throwing things off because you're throwing Florida a, into the mix, right? Because you're saying we don't have the STD rates as other counties in Florida. Well, other counties in Florida are probably through the roof. I'm assuming. It's like a Petri dish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So these loofahs either mean, hey, we, we want to watch you. We want to watch you make love to each other. Or, or, we, or we I can... can't find my car. Well, have you checked the garage? Both things can be true, right? Yeah. It can be a, a fun way to find my car and let people know that I am bisexual and I'm ready to get it on with whoever wants to do whatever. Black loofah tells you everything you need to know. Sounds like a new superhero. <laughs> Thank you, Black Lufa. You've made this uncomfortable situation somehow glorious. What are your superpowers? You don't want to know. <laughs> I make old people bone. <laughs> Number four. 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 Darren, I know you don't watch a ton of television. I don't. But if I were to ask you to name for me one of the more popular television shows that's on right now. Now think of the question I'm asking you. With a, a sea of television shows, and we have not rehearsed this, with all the choices on all the networks and Are you talking cable about streaming channels services? and streaming services with everything that's available uh, to you to watch and consume, I'm just going to ask you to name three very popular television shows. And I'm willing to wager that you're going to be able to name the show that we're about to talk about. Here, without knowing what I'm talking about, you're going to be able to, to give me the name of the show. Three television It's one shows. of the more popular TV shows on the television right now. Yellowstone. There it is! That's the answer. That's going to be done soon. Oh, it's over? Kevin Costner's like, I can't stand this anymore. Oh, I got to get out of okay. here. Okay. All right. Kevin Costner has said, get me out of Yellowstone now. So write me out of it? He wants out and... I think their thought is, without Kevin Costner, they don't have a show. Kevin Costner wants nothing to do with Yellowstone. Now, how much... To the point where he wanted to film... They're, they're working on the second half of the show's fifth season. Okay, that's what I was asking. So they're only... They're halfway through this particular season. Right. Now, is this the season that's airing? Yes. Okay. So they're filming the second half of the show's fifth season. Yes. He agreed... To shoot 65 days, uh -huh. right? I'll be here to make this TV show for 65 days. And then he talked it down to 50 days. And now it's like, I'll give you a week. I got to get out of here. I can't stand this anymore. Okay. The creator of the show is a guy named Taylor Sheridan, and he is now planning to end the original Yellowstone series in some way. 
At which point, they'll continue the story with a new Yellowstone series. And the, Matthew McConaughey is in talks to star in that Ooh. one. I guess that makes some sense. A statement from Paramount to now, Deadline does not confirm or deny any of this, but they say they are always working on franchise expansions. This particular show mm-hmm. that's going on now yes. takes place now. I believe that's right. I, I believe that's in, in true. current times. Yes. Okay, but they have like they've had offshoots of things like years in advance. It's a whole universe. Uh, yeah. Yes. But this, but the one that he's doing mm-hmm. takes place in modern times. I believe that's correct. Okay. I think there's like an 1883 show and a 1923 show, and then the 2023 show. So, oh, I see. So this, every hundred years, I, I think that's it. <laughs> okay. So the next Yellowstone, the Jetsons. <laughs> I love it. Matthew and that's McConaughey. what Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> signing up for to be George Jetson, <laughs> Yellowstone style. I feel, I'm George Jetson with a cowboy hat. I'd watch that. Give it a spin. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate the idea of. What is he just raising robot cattle? How how, how would that even work? I all right, all right, all right. I don't care for the taste. <laughs> yeah, he wants to get the hell out of Yellowstone. That's what they're saying. It just he just can't can't stomach being on this show anymore. Can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. Hasn't had a hit in how long? And now that he's got a hit, matter. now that he's got a hit. It's like I can't. Doesn't I don't want to do this anymore. What was the what was the point of this Yellowstone? It was ridiculous. People, I was I was Robin Hood, the Prince of Thieves. Everyone's talking about this Yellowstone. So he's just uh, he has a problem with the character and the characters. He just finds them unseemly. The Is shows, that the idea? They're they're shutting down the show according to insiders, because the star of the show, Kevin Costner, is having disagreements over shooting schedules. Oh, shooting The friction schedules. is allegedly causing morale issues with fellow actors on the show. Luke Grimes, Kelly Riley, Wes Bentley, Cole Hauser, Kelly Asbiel, and Gil Birmingham have all had enough. So his big problem is, I just don't want to work this much. I don't want to work at all. Why would you? He's 68 years old. Sources say Costner originally allotted himself 65 days to shoot the first part of the series' current fifth season, but ended up only wanting to shoot 50 days. Now, as they're shooting the second half of episodes, he wants to do one week. I'll give you one week. How about that? He just won a Golden Globe for his portrayal of John Dutton, the owner of the Yellowstone Ranch. He's also working on something called Horizon, a four-part movie in which he stars as well as directs and produces. Let me tell you about this uh, movie that you're producing and directing, Kevin Costner. No one's going to care about it. This Yellowstone, this is your last chance for anyone to give a damn. But you do you, man. Perhaps he could portray Dick Ranch from Dick Ranch's Dick Ranch. It gets better because we have a new Matthew McConaughey project. Now, this is ta- there are talks that Matthew McConaughey will star in a new Yellowstone but I can confirm for you that there's a new show coming to Netflix here where Matthew McConaughey will be playing on, on Netflix. Elvis in a cartoon called Agent Elvis. Yeah, so it's his, just his voice. Yes. And it's the idea is Elvis 
ends up getting that federal agent badge from Nixon. <laughs> and at night, he cruises the streets. Cool. Fighting drug I crimes. I thought Matthew McConaughey wanted to rule our land. Uh, no, I don't think that's the case. Hmm. Part of our land? McConaughey will provide the voice of Agent Elvis, who works for the United States government as a secret agent. Elvis's wife, Priscilla Presley, by the way, is an executive producer for this series. She's digging it. I just get such a kick out of watching Elvis fight crime. The character is said to be a music superstar during the day, but a vigilante in a clandestine federal agency at night. I'd rather watch him fight crime than a uh, swimming pool full of light bulbs. <laughs> but that's me. I'm Priscilla. Five. 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 Number five. Scientists have created a drug that makes patients super horny. What, what? <laughs> and what uh, purpose would that serve? Well, it's science. It's a, a a new drug called kispeptin, and apparently uh, it it gets people super horny. Apparently, Grandpa <laughs> likes to get horny. Grandpa's <laughs> making out with the Powerball. <laughs> I've never seen Grandpa do this before. Never seen it on live television. Never been on live TV. Never seen Grandpa so horny all the time. A Grandpa is humping his Powerball ticket. <laughs> gonna ruin the thing. Hope probably, we, probably hope gonna we, win. Hope we don't win. Hope we don't win. Naturally occurring hormone that makes people horny has been turned into an injection for what they call the libidinously challenged. It also might help you feel more attractive as well. This is research out of well, the... Well, there, the, there's the trick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you feel. Hey, aren't I a catch? It's science. Look at me. Anyone want a piece of this? I bet you all do. <laughs> new, new research out of the... Prestigious Imperial College London focused on the functioning of a hormone called kispeptin. It doesn't make any sense that any of you can resist this. It says it could be used to treat women and men who are distressed by their low sexual desire. Participants in this study of the use the, uh, the the hormone actually felt sexier as a result of the survey. I'm a damn Adonis. <laughs> Look at me. How can anyone resist? As a prior study about kispeptin from 2021 notes, the hormone is what's known as a neuromodulator. It functions as a sort of switchboard for other sex-related secretions. Did you say retson? Plays a big part in bringing on the onset of puberty. So you would be horny like a teenager, genuinely. It's connected to everything from the physical process like egg and sperm development to more mental phenomena, such as the way we develop and sustain desire and sexual patterns. Imperial College came to this conclusion about the naturally occurring hormone by studying both men and women who experience low libido 
and arousal separately in trials that involve them getting injections of the hormone and then looking at pictures of hot people. And in the case of men, uh, in order to see just how this hormone was working, they were able to test, it says here, their penile rigidity. The findings were published separately in the Journal of American Medicine Network Open Journal. It documents how an injection of kispeptin seems to boost sexual pathways in both men and women. It's like a darn flagpole. (laughs) (laughs) Prior to this new Imperial College research, the researchers found that kispeptin could also enhance responses to sexual stimuli in men. Uh, This is what we need. Drugs to make men hornier. Mm Mm-hmm. The press release includes a number of testimonials from some of the study's participants, one of whom said he got his active kispeptin injection, and he and his partner actually were able to conceive a child as a result of this. Oh, boy. Yeah. So you might not want that. <laughs> they say there have not been any adverse effects to the injection of kispeptin. Except for the children. <laughs> Pills? You mean you really are taking drugs? I need them. Jesse, give me those. I need them back. I have to sing. Jesse, you can't sing tonight. Yes, I can. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so... This is scary. <laughs> Jesse, just... <laughs> If Saved uh, saved by the Bell didn't teach us what we needed to know, we didn't need to know it. Are you going to talk like apparently kid the whole show now? (laughs) I got Austin Butler. I'm I'm doing a show with Austin Butler now. Austin Butler. I can't can't shake the voice. I can't shake the Elvis. (laughs) You sound like apparently kid in W.C. Fields had a baby, and it's you. I'm the baby. I oh, want to. Oh, oh, I want to be W. Seal Fields' baby. <laughs> Kiss Pepton. Ask Wait, for it by name. Wait, can you bother me? Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. If you want more, uh, Dave and Darren, keep in mind we are always live uh, weekday mornings. That's true. Five thirty to ten on KQCJ Planet ninety three point nine. So there's that. And, and that's not good enough for uh, you? Yeah, there's also, uh, we also play uh, music and commercials. So it's a, think of it as a much longer podcast. My, my 14-year-old refers to the morning show I know, as, as a podcast. podcast. And has always. Yeah, well, keep in mind, he was not in kindergarten when we started the podcast. And now, right. he, now he's in eighth grade. So This used to always happen in his kitchen. Exactly. Which, Puzzled the little fella. Puzzled all of us. It did puzzle all of us. That's it for Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things. Thanks for downloading it, subscribing to it. If you get a chance, leave a review and tell your friends what you're listening to. That'll be great. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, you kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities. Represent. This is for the Quad Cities. Represent by Davenport. Yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out. Come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.
stand clear of the closing doors, please.